How are you doing, folks? Welcome to Yoga Dave's Hobby Podcast, podcast where I talk about everything from tabletop RPGs, tabletop war games, tabletop board games, and everything those particular hobbies encompass. Um, today, uh, first off, I'm going to talk about Glasgow Game Gathering, the show by Glasgow Games Group on the 29th of June at the Glasgow Club in Bell Houston. Um, this is the first Glasgow Wargaming or gaming show in a good long while. Um, the reason G3 are putting it on is it's their 20th anniversary. This year is also Glasgow District Wargaming Society's 50th anniversary, so it's a big year for Glasgow Gaming. Um, so this is their first for on to organise the game show. Um, the looking to get as many traders and uh, everything for as usual at a show. They're going to be having clubs run participation games um, rather than pure display games for the most part. Um, obviously, you know, there is going to be display games. Um, I think Glasgow District are doing it. Um, I'm not involved in it for once, um, which might surprise people because um, normally I'm the person that's there all the time. I will be there as a punter though and I will be there to help out at some point with the Glasgow District um display um but you know if you live in glasgow if you live in the central belt at all um this is a good thing to do come and support it because we haven't had a show in glasgow in a good long while at least a regular one um where you haven't had to pay to actually put a, a game on um the bell houston club um it had Regularly host record fairs, skill model shows, and antique fairs. Um, so we should be able to accommodate the um, game show. Um, so it's between 10 and 4 on the 29th of June, um, Saturday, funnily enough. Um, so hopefully you'll come along. Um, and unlike at uh, Canada, they might actually get to meet people. That would be cool. Um, didn't get to meet a lot of people um, at that, but yeah. So uh, that is that. That's that little plug for the Glasgow Game Group. Oh, and the Glasgow Game Gathering. Obviously, no affiliation. I have no affiliation with them or the um, the the show. Just plugging a show. Um. So first thing I'm going to talk about today is a couple of uh, RPGs. Now, two of them have already gone to Kickstarter, but they're currently in their pre-order stage. Um, so there's Veil of the Void. It's a sci-fi fantasy tabletop RPG with a living rule set. Um, it's by a company called SDG Publishing Publishers. Um, I think that's the name at least. But um, yeah, so... What's going on with that? Uh, it's had 181 backers. It's done its fundraising. Um, what currently is available uh, is the Coral Book um, for £57 if you want hardback version, or you can do the Coral Book PDF, which is 20 quid. Um, so, why I'm talking about this is. The oh, SDG Creatives is the company's name. Um, as I, I, as you probably know, I'm doing my own RPG, and I talked to the guy um, that's at the head of Veil of the Void a 
I can ne I never get anyone's names. Um, because I'm shocking at it. So, Trevor, um, I'm assuming is the guy that's behind the, um, the Twitter account. Um, so, been working on it for 16 years, the universe anyway, um, and the rules for about four years. Um, it's interesting. Because you get sci-fi with fantasy and all the rest, that kind of stuff, but there's none of the, from what I've seen of it, there's none of the, you know, the usual trope sci-fi, uh, fantasy, you know, you, there's no space dwarfs, there's no space elves, um, it's different, you know, races are different, it seems really, really interesting. And much as I would love to have put some money on it, I haven't had the ability to do so. Um, excuse me. Um, so, that's one of the RPGs that I've been looking at. And, you know, the, the guy behind uh, Veil of the Void's um, Twitter account has been helpful to me um, and my own attempts at getting stuff written and done for the our RPG um, so you know that's why I'm plugging him you know I've got no skin in the game with any of these guys that I'm plugging any of these um, sets of rules or um, settings that I'm plugging because you know I'm, I'm doing it because that's who I am I, I plug people that I think deserve it um, and from help and advice from even just little bits of advice um i'm like well they're trying to be cool they're not trying to be oh you might be a rival at some point and all the rest that kind of bullshit um and to be honest it's also a small company so one man two man three man bands um just like we are um i kind of um more push towards helping people at that out because you know tabletop RPGs are difficult to get into and you know I don't know I'm I'm pushing towards plugging more um not mainstream indie I suppose is the best term for it, indie publishers. Um, obviously, you know, the, the people that get involved with, you know, doing stuff for D&D and all the rest, that are cool, and I will put, I will plug some of them at some point, um, once I've actually played some of their um, adventures, and obviously I have to pay for them, so we, we need to pick up that um, at some point. But I will be buying these. I'm not plugging these and going, oh, I'm, I'll not actually buy them. At some point, I will. It's just right now, funds are a wee bit tight. Um, and, you know, obviously, we're trying to write our own RPG, so I don't have time to actually do anything with them. But um, once once that's done, we'll be getting in the nitty and gritty with that. Um, so, Veil of the Void, um, as I said, the backer kit. I will put the link in the bottom in the notes and you can next up is welcome to T-Core um, is the name of the book um, it's for the Swordsfall RPG 
um, which is an Afrocentric, an Afropunk sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fantasy RPG. I can't even talk today. Um, so, Welcome to Decor is essentially just a setting and art book. Um, it's not getting any rules, but the whole point of it is to fit it into your set of rules, the, the tabletop system that you like using. Um, it's just narrative, world building, and fantasy art, and the art is absolutely fan fucking tastic. Um, that's what drew, drew me to this particular um, setting was the artwork. It's fucking awesome. Um, you know. Um, I quite like it. I, I, I quite like what he's done. I, I don't have the guy's name. Um, I keep on trying to find it, but um, do, 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 I keep on getting sidetracked by looking at stuff. Um, do, 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 do. Right, I'm I can't find the guy's name, but um and I keep forgetting to ask his name because I'm a dick. Um but what he's actually got is like loads of apparel and stickers and a lot of cool stuff that you can buy that doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, um, anything to do with the actual set of rules. You know, there's t-shirts, there's jumpers, there's pillows, there's cushion covers, there's blankets, you know, hats, you know, it's all very, very, very cool. Some artwork, which is very cool. Um... And, yeah, I mean, it looks very, very cool. Um, and, again, with this particular RPG um, setting book, I will be buying it once I have some fucking money to buy it. Um, but, sulky... Right, the name of the guy here is Soki Oshiro. Um, don't know what his actual... I mean, that's obviously the, the name he goes by. Um, I really, really, really want to buy this setting book. Really, really want to buy it now, but can't, unfortunately. Um, but... Excuse me. You can pre-order pre the Welcome to Tico Sold Fall Setting, an art book um, on um, his website, which I will put a link to. Um, you can get the digital version, and you can get the a book called The Professionals um, for seventeen. Um, these are in dollars, so the source book, the hardcover is forty-four seventy-nine, so forty-four seventy-nine euros. Um, the setting and art book is twenty-six eighty-seven euros, and T Core the Professionals digital the book is seventeen ninety-one. Um, so everything on you know you can 
switch it into US dollars, you can switch it into Euros, you can switch it into Canadian dollars, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a really, really good idea. Um, it's like pre-colonial Africa, um, in the rich law that you've never heard of. Uh, I think it's a very cool idea. Um, so it's the world of T core. So it's obviously you know it's taking the the rich lore from pre-colonial Africa, taking it to this world T core, um, and you know updated it. You know put um, different. I don't know what the the word for it is really. Um, my brain is starting to go, you're a dick. Um, it's got its own its own timeline, you you know, all, all the history and everything, and it looks really, really cool. Um, so, you know, please, if you're looking for something a bit, not just a bit different, but um, taken away from the usual low high fantasy settings that we have that are Eurocentric and want something Afrocentric or you know can't go out and buy this. That's that's kinda of what I'm saying. And I will be joining you at some point obviously. Right now we are in the middle of writing our own RPG so we're not gonna be doing anything else for a while. Um once we've done with our current campaigns, um, everything will kind of be focused on that. But once that's done, I'll be I'll, I'll probably buy it um, in the near future, um, and it will sit in my on my shelf of stuff I haven't played, um, <laughs> and will get played at some point. And uh, the next set of rules that I'm going to talk about, and this is a set of rules, um, is called domains. It's by a company called Ordelia Publishing out of Croatia. Um, it is a tabletop role-playing game of horror, survival and dread. Um, so the core rulebook will contain the rules needed to create characters and stories in a twisted world of darkness and despair. Every action has its own consequences, which builds up the atmosphere of the horror. In the domains, horror role-playing system, players aren't scared. The scared ones, the characters are. With this idea in the mind... In mind, the system is built to give the players the option of exploring the character's fear and expanding the story upon that. So that's interesting to me because the only um, stuff I've come across uh, that are horror-based really is the Cthulhu sets of rules. Um, so it's all like Call of Cthulhu, Delta Green, all, all these kinds of... Well, it's Delta Green even a Call of Cthulhu um, set of rules. But um, yeah, I mean, all these different um sets of rules are very much call cthulhu based so with the domains it's all his own ideas um i'm pretty sure a lot of it will have um you know creation influences so creation horror um i'm not 100 percent sure but the reason that i'm plugging this particular um set of rules is the guy like um 
the guys at Veil vale the Void and Swordsfall have been helpful to me um, and me looking at various things that I've been been doing with um, my settles. Um, and that's why, you know, a anyone that helps me out, I'm going to plug. That that's that's the way I am. Um, that's the way I look at things. And uh, if they're gonna try and do their best to try and help you out, you help them out. That's it. Um, um, the the thing with the set of rules is there is like a playtest rule set of rules out there. Um, it did give me a link to it, and I think I have downloaded it, but um, obviously with all the stuff that's going on with us, I haven't actually had a massive look at it, but what I have looked at, it looks an interesting set of rules. So, but oh, you know, the thing is, it's it's not taken as, as far as I can see. It's not taken a uh, a hand from you know Carl Cthulhu um, and, and using the Cthulhu mythos, which you know you tend to find with a lot of fantasy or um, a lot of RPG games that are horror based. You know, they take a lot of um, they either take um, the classic European or American um, fantasy um, horror um, monsters like um, vampires and werewolves and what have you, and turn them into the the you know your characters into those particular kinds of cat those creatures, or you know it's Cthulhu based. Um, but he doesn't seem to be taking that particular line, which is interesting, and it's going to be interesting to see how it um, it comes about because because he's in Croatia, he can't use Kickstarter, um, which is quite um, limiting, I think, really for him um, to get the funding to do everything. Obviously, um, he's trying to do you know the coffee thing, which I do, um, which I will. I'm actually running a thing to try and get some money to get some artists to do some art for us. Um, not any of the big stuff, just like some art that we can put on, you know, various bits and pieces. And obviously, I want to pay these people to do it, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go out and go, oh, will you do this for um, pennies? Or will you do this for exposure? Because that's a dick thing to do. Um, and and he's that that I got that idea from him. He he's using his coffee account to try and get money for artwork. Um, so that that's an idea from there. So I, that's why I'm plugging him. Um, but I do think that that's a very interesting idea, a very very interesting change to the norm. That's why I like Veil of the Void. That's why I like Swordsfall. That's why I like Domains. They're different and they dare to be different. And I like that. I like when people are trying to do a different thing, take a different tack from D and D, from Pazio, from with Pathfinder and Starfinder, and you know all the bigger companies. Um, people trying to take a different tack. I, I like that. Um, and that, that, as again, that's why I said uh, I'm plugging these particular people because they're taking a different tack to. Um, the the norm uh, and i will continue to plug them um every now and again um so you, you just keep on hearing the name 
Um, so that's that. Right now, we are working on the RPG of our own, obviously. Um, things are moving along at a bit of a slower pace than in the beginning, because obviously, right in the beginning, there was loads and loads of enthusiasm and all this, that kind of stuff. We're not losing the enthusiasm. Don't don't take that as we're losing the enthusiasm. It's just trying to get in the nitty gritty of things. It's proven more um, problematic than I thought it was going to be. Um, because when you talk to people about the various things, and like, oh no, that's cool. And then other people are like, that'll kind of bog things down. Will it not? Um, yeah, so I think a lot of the rules that we're going to put in um, will be optional, obviously. Um, because it's going to be your game. You can take the the basic rules and make them, you know, that's, that's the basis for, for your game. But you just run with it for the rest of it. You know, you do what you want with the rest of it. Um, you can use it as a setting rather than using the rules. Um, I think that's that's an idea. I don't want to do a purely settings book because D and D has got to the point where it's actually certain things about D and D are driving me fucking crazy. Um, and Pazio haven't fucking fixed them with Pathfinder. Um, so you know. I'm doing my own thing. Um, well, I'm not not obviously doing my own thing on my own, but there, there are things that I'm like, well, that doesn't work, that doesn't work, that doesn't work. That, that's not how it works, really. Um, and neither of them are doing anything about it. So I'm like, well, I'll do something about it. I'll, do, I'll fix it in my set of rules. Um, but also, I don't want people to go, oh, I'm, I'm all, I don't want the rules. I want the setting. That That's cool, you know. Um... Part of the 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 idea is that once we've released the setting book for the set for our set rules for Legends Ham and Shrone, um, and whatever system we decide to call it, um, we'll release a settings book for that particular area of Ham and Sharon for just just as a setting book. Not as any specific type of rules, but, you know, we'll, my idea is, at some point, getting somebody in, once obviously we've established and we've got some money coming in, pay somebody to do, possibly, converting stuff for, obviously, D&D and um, Pathfinder and any other set of rules. Um, maybe the 2d20 sets of rules, you know, switching that up, because we do enjoy the 2d20 system, um, but it's an in-house thing for um, Modifius, um, and if we wanted to use it, we'd either have to license it, which I don't really want to get, go down the, that route, um, uh, or um, sell it to Modifius, and again, I don't really don't want to go down that um, particular route, um, but you know that that's the idea. Maybe bringing people in to do these things um, at some point. I don't know because you know I, I keep on look, looking big picture, um, a little bit more than I should sometimes. Um, obviously because you know. I am very, very invested in it uh, because it's obviously my brainchild. 
um, and the other guys are helping in every way that they can. It's just, you know, this is, you know, I, I have to think of these things. I have to go, well, um, how many people are actually going to play it? How, how much money can we possibly get to invest in it? Oh, all these different things. Um, so, yeah. That that's that's the state of play with our RPG at the moment. We're we're kinda we're kinda in a, a holding pattern um as to updates at the moment. Um Sam's working on carrying the carry weights and stuff like that. Um Barry's working on some more stuff that I asked him to work on. Um obviously I have given him guidelines but um that's fine. And Alistair and Bianca are working on the um what you got the tech side of it. Um obviously Alistair's working on the um character sheet as well, but um that that kind of needs a bit more of myself and Sam stuff finished before we can kinda figure that out uh, really um, so yeah I mean it is coming along it's not coming along as quickly as it was in the beginning obviously because thick and fast right at the beginning but it is coming along um, and still hoping to have it done for September so we'd be, it'd probably be the end of September by the time I finished it but well, we're finished it but you know that's a good, what, three months away, three and a half months away. Um, but that's that's just going to be like the basic core set of rules that is going to go out and get play tested. Um, I need to sit down and write some adventures and all the rest of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to seeing it going. But stuff going on right now in the background in my life as well um that's kind of ha hampering some some things um looking for a new house um i'm having i've got a lot of stuff that i'm working on um as well so you know there's lots of things going on um so yeah eh I think this is going to be a short one today. I think it's all. I'm just going to be talking about some RPG stuff, um, because I have a lot of things to do today. Um, you know, there's a couple of potential projects that are coming up, um, and also um, I'm gaming tonight, so there's a lot of stuff housework to be done. Um, but you know, gaming-wise or hobby-wise. Um, obviously Infinity RPGs tonight um, so that will be getting recorded and uploaded at some point in the near future hopefully Wednesday or Friday depends on how much time I get to edit it um, over the next day or two um, oh, and right now you know there is a lot of things going on in our life um, and Fiona's um, that we're having to, we're having to um, deal with uh, moving house um, and trying to find a place to stay um, is kind of one of those. Um, obviously, my work situation is not great because I'm back on the door. Um, bringing money in, but I, I really, 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 really need to 
and find something permanent. Um, anyone knows anybody looking for anyone entry level IT networking? Give me a shout. Honestly, it's kind of in that position. Uh, I'm doing shout outs. Um, in Scotland, in the central belt, um, with public transport links. Because um, everyone, everywhere seems to have no fucking public transport links. It's not helping me at all. Not helping. Uh, da, 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 da. I would talk about some Games Workshop stuff or stuff, or board games or stuff. Oh, 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 yes, 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 board games. Um, this Sunday, um, I will be at Glasgow District War Games Society's. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be there. I will be having. I will have a whole bunch of board games. So if you want to come along and have a game, come along and have a game. Um, between half twelve and half five, I think. Um, I don't know if I'll be there at half twelve, but probably closer to half one. Um, and we'll do some games. We'll video them for the the YouTube channel. Um, Really, really sorry about the way the YouTube channel's going right now. Um, I keep on meaning to upload stuff, but haven't uploaded it. Um, I'll try and get that done today or sometime this week to get some um, videos uploaded so they can get running. Um, I've got a little video for um, Canonade that I'm working on um, that I will upload at some point. It's just videos of all the all the um, displays that I went through and thought, oh, that's quite nice. Oh, that's quite nice. I've got loads of friggin' pictures as well, but I need to upload them um, to somewhere where I don't need to upload like 15 different bloody times because there's about 150 of them. So um, <laughs> Instagram only takes 10 at a time. Fucking Twitter only takes three at a time sometimes, um, as far as I'm aware. And Facebook's kind of the same and all. So, you know, yeah, upload, not uploading them in batches. Find somewhere to host them. And then put a link in. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that for me. A very short one today. Um, well, a short one for me. Um, as I said at the beginning, Glasgow Game Gathering, 29th of June, um, and the Glasgow Club Bell Houston, between 10 and 4, that Saturday, if you're in the, in the Glasgow area, or you are in the Central Belt, hope you go along and support them, um, and their endeavour. Um, the coffee account is being used right now at not any raffles um just looking for a little bit of help for um getting some art done for the set rules so we can you know ha have little bits of art and anything we do um because it's difficult for for me to go oh do i have any money to do it and i'm not I'm not willing to um, go to somebody. Oh, can you do it for exposure? Because that's a bullshit thing to do. That's an asshole thing to do. Um, and I wouldn't do it to anyone. Um, so yeah, that's it for today.
I'm going to say good day, happy hobby.